This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We're holding over here in the middle of Perakai Bays, and this is his big picture of the world. Um, we we got in the middle of Ayin Bays, and he speaks about the, um, the, the, the sketch that he has of the world and the big picture is um, it's one organism. In other words, it's integrated. You have the um, you have the um, world at the, the 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 earth at the center. You have the four different yesodos um, around it. And then you have the big circle, then you have the different celestial bodies. And finally, the very, very, very big picture, the biggest circle is this circle of um, what he calls the, the, the Galva Hekev, the large, the large um, circle that is actually the motor of everything and makes everything go. Um, I'll just go back, I don't remember exactly the line, but you have next to the um, you have next to us a type in other words right uh, between us and the heavenly bodies you have something that changes from this Geshe which is a type of a real material. This is what these, um, is, these are what the various uh, planets are made out of. Something that changes the Arba Yisodos. Kabbal Arba Tzur Zeshenes, the Shabbat Abbasam Arba Gufim. Aretz v'amayim v'aveish. So something transitions. There's some sort of phase where you get from these for um, from these uh, from this Geshem Achimishi, the fifth type of material that's not all these sodos, it sort of begins to differentiate and now becomes um, and becomes now uh, these four yisodos. Each one has a certain strata which is natural. That becomes its natural state of rest. These these different um, bodies are the, all of these isodos are dead entities. Nothing, no They do not move of their own accord. They all lay at their place. And let's this week. I'm just starting the thread again. Any any time you pull something out of its place, it returns to its place. The marshal gave us like a ball. In underwater, sort of comes back to its place. In other words, it will move only if, if it will move only if it will if it's out of its place. If something is not in its place, it, 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 the only movement it has is to return to where it was left. There's no independent movement of it. Um, there's only two ways it can move. It can move upwards if it if it was if it was pushed down unnaturally, like the ball under the water, it will rise to the top. Or 
and the other way around. <laughs> when you have something that was nat unnaturally uplifted, like you throw the ball up in the air, it'll come down. So its only motion is <clears throat> to return to this place of, of natural um, existence. The heavenly bodies are have a nefesh. So this is a um, this is a point that people make a little bit of a mistake about. The Rambam says that these gufim have a nefesh. The word nefesh over here um, doesn't mean consciousness. The, whether or not there's any conscious, if it's if it's living that way, the Rambam is leaving open now. What it means is a driving force. Let's let's understand what we mean by nefesh, and let's understand where it's coming from. And this is this is this is going to be in the Rambam's um, understanding of things. Um, anything inanimate is defined as an animate that has no motion internally. Its natural state is rest. A rack, its natural state is rest. It moves only when something moved it, and that's it. A living cell is in constant motion. And, and it's not only the fact that it's constantly moving, and it, you know, in other words, you can, you can, I mean, you can't look at a microscope and see the movement, but it, it is moving. Every, everything inside it is in constant motion, and it never stops. Something living does not stop. But um, the, 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 this, this, it's not only that it physically keeps moving, there's some sort of drive for it. For instance, all of, all of the explanations, and this is where science falls short. This is, this is a place you can describe, when you describe a cell, um, so the, the, you, you can describe the motions as, when a biology textbook describes a cell, it describes mechanical, mechanical motion. In other words, um, you have the string of DNA, and then it, it opens apart. Then it begins to make templates. It makes, it makes RNA. The RNA goes here. It manufactures this, does this, this. Now, it, it's very, let, let's take an example. If, if let's say I throw dirt, I throw clay onto a form, the clay will be formed into whatever it is. But that the form should walk around um, making making clay vessels is is does make sense I, it can work once i can let's say let's say i shake up a, a, a let's say I have a bag of forms i shake it up and i toss them out so there'll be a lot of activity but the activity will not perpetuate itself something keeps driving all of these things to keep doing something every animal is driven in a conscious way to keep doing something on, on the on the mega level it, it's it's doing it's always moving living doing um so so the, the the this constant motion is what defines something living it is not something that can that that's cheval and therefore the heavenly bodies and like we spoke about last time this constant circular motion perpetual circular motion is something that 
is doesn't make any sense except that there's a force in it that drives it. Um, and again, this is with coming with the understanding that you need for some to move constantly, it needs to have um, some reason. It's nothing, it, it, the, the inertia does not make them move constantly. That was the understanding. So we see constant motion and constant movement. And that's something that can only be explained by it. So there's two parts to it. First of all, it moves constantly. Secondly, um, it moves in a circle, which again, a circle implies that there's no reason for the motion. Motion can be to or away. So if I'm running away from something, I will run away as far as I can. If I'm running to something, I'll run as close as I can. When I get, when, when the food is in the plate and I sit down next to the plate, I stop moving. That's the only thing that can make me move. When I run away from the danger, if I'm far enough from the lion, then I stop moving. There's, there, there is no reason. A circle, a constant circle, it, it means that it's something internal is moving it rather than external. Um, and this is called a nefesh. A nefesh is a living force in the sense that it's something that is, um, it's a constant drive, constant motion. Where uh, Saddam says, I don't know if, if they have any type of awareness or sense of it. It's not nefesh in the sense that we're talking about a cognizant uh, uh, entity, but it's, 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 it's a driven entity, it's something that, that has a life force to it. Then he says, now, the, the, now the, the Rambam explains how he understands how you get from the foyer sodos, the various different, um, the, the, the thousands on different uh, entities that we have over here. And yeah. that is, that he says like this, um, so when this when this when this these celestial beings keep moving so that stirs up the sodos simple simple example let's say the moon um, the when the when there's high tide the water rises when the moon is closer, the water moves. So you see that the motion of these planets um, stir up these isodos. So basically, these heavenly bodies act, their, their motion acts like, like you would take a mixer and mix everything up. So just like the sun makes heats up the air, and the air there's winds, and the winds gather up the water, and the rain comes. So it, it, taking that as your paradigm, um, everything else would be like that. So you have this all of these different for you sodos get mixed up. The interaction is complex. You get vapors, you get minerals, different types of plant, many types of animals, that you get from mixing all these isodos. The Kolhoven Nifser Omnam Yishave Minayisodos Valemi Pasit.
all, all everything that we have over here, it comes from these isodos and the various configurations. The same way that we understand today, we also we identify elements and, um, and these are your basic building blocks. You can get more basic than that. And then you have various forces that combine these elements at, in different ways. So you have things that are combined as compounds, things as mixtures. Um, it, it, it's it, it basically, we have a similar picture of basic elements, forces that we could have electromagnetic forces, you have other forces that combine them in different ways. And this is where we get the variety of things. Because everything is one basic material diversified into very, very different. In other words, everything that exists has the same ingredients in different proportions. The concept of Choma and Sura having form or, or um, substance, there's no such thing as, it's, I mean, it's, it's a conceptual distinction, but you can have, everything that exists has both. You have this constant flux of different materials, different arrangements. So all of these various um, different um, uh, this, this, different permutations is going to be um, the the it, it, it's um, it, it's like I guess what he, he, he as much as like a wheel that keeps returning like a steering wheel that keeps returning to its place, and therefore um, the the world is a constant turmoil of things combining and things falling apart. Just like the, his marshal was, the world is one uh, an organism. So it, it, to be one organism, you need to have parts that act, it, it, that, that act in sync with each other. And something is there synchronizing everything. It's, it, it, a, a, a complex machine has something that makes all these parts come together. So he says, um, so what is that? There, there is the, 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 the things that make everything click together. That is that fifth type of material, the celestial bodies. So you have a top-to-down hierarchy of influence and putting things together. Now, going back again to the point you just made, motion is the is the is the father of everything. Now, it's again, the same thing is true by us. Um, anything that works has energy coming into it. There is no machine in the world that runs without energy. Uh, for all of those who are constantly, um, constantly uh, recharging their, their, their electronics, know this, that nothing runs without it. So we're going to have to, where is this input of endless energy into this world? 
where is this? So, sorry, the So, the our internal engine is the heart. And this 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 starts with um, this is the is is the marker and everything else goes with it. It it gives it the energy it needs to do what it has to do. And today we understand that via the blood and the oxidation, etc. So to this galgal that keeps moving is going to be the energy supply for the universe. So everything, any motion, any change, any flux in the world starts with that galgal. Any force, any driving force, that's its marker. Same way, again, like machineries that are charged, and you can charge you can charge a power pack and take the power pack to something else, and something else moves something else. But the charge is going to be the original outlet. There are four different types of um, energy, motion, and whatever you want to call it, that is required to make the world work. What are those? You need motion to keep making these different combinations. Um, so the type of motion that's required to just mix things together and come up with compounds, that's enough to produce minerals. That's all it needs. It needs just motion. And you know, like the same way, like for instance, when you have a lightning bolt, the nitrogen gets fixed to the, to the, to the earth um, and so on. It, it, it requires a one-time motion, a random even, and that gives you all the different types of the um, mineral life. The koach yitin you need something that gives, um, that gives plants that driving force to keep on, to keep the internal movement. The koach yitin nefesh you need something that gives living things, which is motion in a lot broader sense of the word than the than uh, uh, plants. They, they they walk actually, they do as a, as a whole. And that is whatever is uniquely human requires to have that koach, the constant thinking, wanting. The, the whatever it is that we'll dis, that we describe for humans as being unique, that's what we need. And all this um, has is is um, is done by, in other words, the, the 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 way in which they send, they impart different emotions to the light and darkness, and that's so when 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 a planet is visible, not visible, and so on, that that's what makes it. More must be or less must be. And just like if a person, if the heart stops one minute, everything falls apart. Um, the minute this goggle stops, everything will die. The way, in, in other words, this is the power pack. This is what makes everything tick. Um, 
just like when we took up a living person, the place where we feel constant motion is the heart. Uh, again, obviously at the, at the level of, of a cell or everything else, we, we, we don't have the ability to see it. To, so the heart is the one that, that everyone can feel, obviously. So too, he said, Kenza Metzius Kulo, um, even though at, there are organs that live off it, but you don't feel the life force, you just see that it exists. So too, so the whole world seems alive, but the, the energy source and the reason why it's living and how it's living, it's all coming from this power path. You need to look at the world as being this one entity. This is very important. We're going to use this as a as um, when we speak about proving that Akash Baruch is one. And this will help us understand that it's one that created the oneness. Um, and we'll see that when we get to it. That's, that's, in other words, he's transitioning now. Unless you proc him, he's setting up his basic um, axioms about what the world is like, the different things that are um, axiomatic. And then from that, it's going to transition to trying to um, prove, establish certain things about I guess two parts to the question, I guess, maybe is, is all of this going to be necessary for something that I was going to get to? So for example, some of it clearly is going to be part of a proof that right. exists or that he's one or that he doesn't have a goof, but like specific things like Arba Kaychus, is, is that going to be Relevant and also, where is the Ram getting that from? Is that Chazal? Is that no, no? This, 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 this is basically Aristotelian uh, understanding. Aristotle was a scientist philosopher. Aristotle wrote the book of everything, and you know books of everything, and therefore this is a Aristotle. B. The Rambam doesn't even feel that Aristotle's needed for this, just like when you learn logical syllogisms. Once the guy explains it to you, you don't say, well, if A, if A equals B, B equals C, A must equal C, as per Professor Kestenbaum. You, 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 you um, hope that it's become obvious. The Rambam is, is, um, says, yes, I picked up this information from Aristotle. These are obvious things. And they're, they're logically sound. And the truth is they are logically sound it, with the limited amount. If, if all you have is a pair of eyes and, and a head, this is as good. I mean, like I said before, structurally, it's a very sound point. Um, so he, 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 Marshall, he's going to use constant motion as a very important raya. He's going to use um, the, 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 uh, the type of motion. He's going to speak about the unity of all the pieces and he's giving you an, a sketch about what does it mean all the pieces work together? Um, maybe they work together, but is there a federation? You know, you, you could have a, a group of investors working together, but it's not one organism. It's, it's kind of, you know, Reuven, Shemalei, Yehuda. It's not a, a top to down, it's not a vertical um, hierarchy. It's, it's just a, a horizontal. 
this in order to prove the point of echad, he's going to he's going to use this. So he's going to use a lot of these elements in different ways for the point he. he I mean, like I told you, for the Rambam's greatest proof of has- constant hashkacha is the constant motion in the world. This, this is his um, the proof. This is the proof he brings the Yadah Hazaka. every adam every adam all the pieces. There is no such thing as a half a body. You don't find a person that has, you know, a liver but no kidneys, or kidneys without a liver, or, or you, you. This is it's one unit. It's not a large unit. It's not. It's it's not a unit that has. It's not. It's not a, a train with many wagons attached to it. It's one whole unit. So in a person, there's some sort of nekuda that puts all the pieces together. And, and it's almost as if there's, there's like a super control panel on us that, that seems to synchronize all the environment and, and uh, make sure the body is always in top form. I, I, I want to uh, explain a point about this, which I always find fascinating. The body has a way of healing itself. In other words, a person gets a cut. The cut, the, a person gets a cut, the cut gets, gets healed. A person, you know, most, most diseases, um, a person is a sprained ankle, the, the ankle gets unsprained and so on. Um, the only thing that doesn't seem to heal itself is, is dentistry, Alex. You used to be a good business. I've never had a cavity stuff itself. I, I've, uh, you know, unless losing the tooth might be the way of healing, but there's nothing doesn't. So you're, you're safe, Alex. Meanwhile, um, the, <laughs> the, the, um, the, it, 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 so in order for my body to heal itself, it means somewhere there's a picture of what the body should look like. And the body keeps trying to, there's something called homeostasis, which means the body seems to keep trying to find a point of equilibrium. That's why people lose weight or gain weight. It seems to be some sort of point where the body is, seems to feel it's its natural way and, and it gets there. You can describe every little step mechanically. So how does the body know it's sprained and this and that? But, but if you take it back a step, it means the body is built in with a clear sense of what it ought to be, and, and, and it's, it's bringing itself to that state. So, so there's a certain nekuda that is shamer alone. So, so it's one of these things where intuitively, we feel that way. Until you feel the body has a sense of what it ought to be. Um, you have, it, it's, it's even one of the things that it's, you know, people speak about genetics explains everything. It explains nothing in a sense um, when, when, you know, at the moment of conception, you have a cell that has, um, that has its, its complement of chromosomes that it needs. And all those are, as far as we know, in other words, the only thing we've been discovered, the only mechanism is how to manufacture different chemicals. So that's, that's what DNA is. DNA is a, a, a code 
for manufactured chemicals. That's wonderful. So I understand how we get different chemicals we need, complex proteins, I get that. But how does complex protein become the form of a human being? Where, where's that plan? First thing I'm going to do is this. We're going to manufacture this first, then this second, then this, this will connect this, this, this that. It, it's not just materials. It's imagine, you know, somebody tells you, I'll give you all the materials you need, make a house. It's ludicrous. I, I need to know how to build a house. Um, it's, 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 the, it's putting together the whole thing. Where, where, where is the instruction for that? So they, you, they all, there'll be always explanations, well, this cell draws another cell next to it. But at the end of the day, you have a, a, an extraordinary, extraordinary complex being put together in, in three dimensions. Why is it, what is it that makes me look like my father and what does make my children look like me? Um, in, in other words, there is, there is some sort of, I mean, and to explain it as a quantity of a certain chemical, the other ones is, is not only highly convincing, it, it's, it, it sounds silly. I mean, it, yes, it's true that if somebody has more of a certain chemical, maybe he'll have more weight. Okay, I, I, I can buy that. Okay, the color of the eye, good. But, but, this, but a face is a, is, is, is a shape, and, and, and something is there telling each piece where to be. There's a lot more than that. This core that keeps the world um, together and makes and makes uh, and makes everything run together and fit together, he says, I'm not sure whether that is part of that galgul or not part of that galgul, or, or that's some sort of problem that's on right. Um, so then I go through a whole bunch of things. Um, you have, everything is, is pre-planned in a person. You, you have the things that he needs himself, like, like the, 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 the uh, organs for digestion. Some things are necessary for preservation of species. Things that help you get food. You have supporting organs that support that. In other words, they're not directly what brings you food, but I, my hands and my feet need some, some other support. And you have certain things that are important for my parents, or like here, so these, all, these parts of a person, you have great variation, because they're, they're not really life, they're not vital. You find great there's a great distinction in what hair looks like um and 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 so on that you don't have that in in the more life-giving limbs you don't find um somebody has a liver 10 times big somebody else's you find various degrees of being here suit or not as a devil, you, you have 
a beard that's much bigger, because one beard is scraggly, one's much bigger, there's a you find all sorts of different types of uh, animals that have very small difference. So he says, you have certain certain phenomena in the world that are vital and that you never find variation in them because these are vital things, the, the light being constant and the effect of heat and water and so on and so forth. And then you find, for instance, that I speak about cattle, cattle being a certain type of animal. So that's very distinct from animals, from wild animals. But in cattle itself, you find many variations, which that's a normal, anything that would be part of a world of Teva has those variations the way different hair. Since hair is not vital for a person, you have this, this, this variation. So he said, you royally, he called over and that's why that's not so the different, the, the hundred and the thousand one different types of dogs or whatever it is, it's an unimportant phenomenon. It's, it's kind of ancillary. Even when generally you need it, so um, you have the different um, variations in, in, uh, in a person that is um, that in areas that are unimportant, you find great variation, and it's, an, it's, an, it's, a, it's a consequence of things running in a natural way. Because the world itself is Teva, so there's a certain element of randomness and variation, and, and you know, sort of a, a curve here where you get all sorts of variations possible. Okay, we'll hold it here also. Um, I'll hopefully, we'll finish. Uh, the, so it's quite a long period, but the, the, the actually, the, the, it, the next pro can get a little tougher in the, in the sense that they speak of more abstract and more axioms and so on. But this is where he sets the stage for, for, for a lot of the main things that he discusses. Okay, we'll hold it here. Chavez. Chavez.